Before we start the show, let's hear from one of our sponsors. Their support keeps this show free for you. Hello, Peace and Parenting listeners. Ready to create a home that fosters tranquility and connection? Enter HomeThreads, your partner in designing a peaceful haven. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture crafted for families who prioritize peace and harmony. From cozy family lounges to mindful decor, our pieces are designed to enhance your journey in peaceful parenting, all at the best value. Cozy home-cooked meals are one way I get connected to my kids. At HomeThreads, they have all the best cookware. The Staub pan I use to make these great connective meals is easy to use and clean and can go from stovetop to oven, making it very versatile. Visit homethreads.com forward slash peace and get a code for 15% off your first order today and transform your home into a sanctuary of common connection. Because peaceful parenting starts at home, Home Threads love where you live. Remember to use our unique URL to get your discount and let the brand know where you came from. Visit homethreads.com forward slash peace today and get a 15% off code for your first order. When our kids are born, we have expectations as to how our family will interact. What we certainly aren't ready for are the struggles we encounter with the people we love the most. We are here for the parent who feels like they've tried it all, for the parent who feels like they have to yell to be heard, for the parent who is tired of timeouts and kids fighting all day. We are here for you. We believe when parents feel supported and heard, they are able to come to parenting more centered. We offer tools to navigate the messiness of life with kids. We are Peace in Parenting. We're back for another episode of the Peace in Parenting podcast. I'm Gemma and I'm here with Michelle. Hi, Gemma. How are you today? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Just, you know, hanging in there in the world of teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> Can't imagine. Not ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's going well in this world of teenagers? Um, well, my youngest teenager has all her dress rehearsals this weekend. So it's kind mm-hmm. of, fun. she's a damp competitive dancer. So it's a lot of work. We have like hair and makeup and everything, but it's fun days. She gets so excited and five costume changes and like all this oh stuff. Gosh. It's crazy. It's yeah. But so it's intense. exciting. Does she wear it's, makeup and stuff too? Yeah. Well, oh they God. send you a tutorial on how to do the makeup and which eggs exactly the colors to buy. And a hair tutorial with a video and everything. Well, this is right up your alley, though. This is, I mean, it is watching it, but I can't do (laughs) it. Oh, yeah. She does her own makeup now. That's good. Yeah, and I just do the hair, but it's like, uh, it's not, I'm not good at it, but I try. Yeah. I try hard. (laughs) This this hippie is not good at at top fashion hair. Love it. What's going well with you? Um it's going well for me. I'm doing the thing, I think it might be holistic psychologist where you, keep one promise to yourself every day and I've done it three days in a row I've kept my promise to myself I do like a really small thing so that I can so you can do it (laughs) great I like that yeah it feels good it makes me feel good and I do it first thing in the morning so that I start the day well that's great yeah awesome okay good well today we're talking about allowance and we're also going to talk about chores and we've had a lot of questions about allowance and chores and so we wanted to help our people out with those two topics kind of goes into sticker charts and stuff too because I know people do that for chores yeah which we had an episode on rewards but this I think is more um you know people were also talking about money management how to get their kids to manage their money and you know have them kind of be respectful of money Mm -hmm. and also 
there were a lot of questions of like, do you give money for chores? So it's, it's a lot of different issues. And let's, I want to start with the chores thing. Um, I do think chores are important. Um, I don't think that's necessarily like, oh, you have to do X, Y, and Z before you leave the house or before, you know, the end of the weekend or whatever it is. I think it's more like you're a part of this household and this is part of our daily routine, right? Right. So for my girls, the daily routine is if you eat something, dinner, lunch, or breakfast, or anything in between, your dishes go into the dishwasher afterwards. And it was a process. It wasn't just I made a monumental announcement and I was like, okay, everybody, you have to put your dishes in the dishwasher. That is not enough. That's not going to work. I remember I first said it and everyone was like, we had dinner and I was like, okay, I'm starting a new thing. You have to put your (laughs) dishwasher. And I mean, the moans, the groans. Yeah. They just looked at me and like, I don't want to do it. And I was like, oh, no, we can do it. But I had to, I saw them. They would walk up to the dishwasher and they were both like standing there with their plates looking at the dishwasher. Like, what is this machine? (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) And they didn't know how to use it. But that, that's my fault, right? They didn't know how to use it because I'd been doing it all. So I said, okay, here, you know, this is where the fork goes. Let me show you. Okay, come over here. Let me show you. This is how you wash your plate off. No, you got to put the plate down into the sink because they're like holding it up and spraying water everywhere. Mm -hmm. They didn't know how to do anything. So we can't expect them to. So I had to walk them through it maybe 15 or 20 times before they understood how to do that tour. Yeah. And so that's kind of our job is to teach them how to do the chore if we want it done correctly and if we want it done. But I'd say it's it's not necessarily a chore, but it's just part of being a part of this household. It's a routine. So that's one, you know, another one is making the bed. And I would have to help them make the bed like 500 times before they really knew how to make the bed. But the expectation is now like you make the bed before you go to school. And that's just the way it is. Our kids make the bed before, before they go to school. And that's just been the expectation. But I had to teach them and coach them through it. I had to show them how to do it. I had to, you know, be in there and be like, oh, let's make the bed together. And I couldn't, I didn't, I didn't just say, oh, go make your bed. And it was done. Right. And then I think if you not praise, but if you don't pick apart how they made the bed or the way they place the dish in the dishwasher, it's super helpful because who wants to do something if you always feel like you did it wrong? Like, then yeah. of course you're not going to help. Or like my mom, she would just make the bed after me. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, why am I making the bed if you're going to You're going to do it anyway. Yeah. That's it too. Like being okay with the bed being made. I mean, the way Pia makes her bed, it's like I don't. The sheet is usually just on the floor. Oh boy, <laughs> everything's pulled up. That's it. It's oh like not God. that good, but it's okay. It's, it's made. It's made. It's made the way she, you know an eleven-year-old makes their bed, and that's yeah. okay. So I think it's good to have the kids do things in the house and be responsible for some things, and you get to decide what those are. And I would say just help them with it, make it part of the routine. Don't get too stressed about it if it's not done all the time right away. And if you need to be helping them clean their room or put their toys away or whatever, you might have to do that a ton of times before Mm -hmm. it comes second nature. So if you have them do the chore, but then you pay them for the chore... We were just talking about this, how then like they're learning the reward is like money instead of the reward is now my bed is made. Or does there need to be any reward? I just feel like that's the expectation in the house is that we have a clean room. 
the yeah. expectation in the house is that we put our dishes away. So in this kind of parenting and authoritarian parenting, it's high expectations. And that's the thing that I think people forget is that because you're consciously parenting or peaceful parenting or connected parenting doesn't mean you don't have high expectations, but you don't have you don't manipulate the kid into the high expectation by giving them the bribe, which is mm-hmm. the money, the right. allowance. You just have the high expectation and you help scaffold them by and get them there. Mm-hmm. You help them to figure out how they can do this chore and you become their, you know, coach through it. And if you give the money, then it's like the only reason they're doing it is because they're going to get money. And then what if what happens when now they have enough money, like they have their $10 to go buy their candy or whatever it is. Now they don't want to do a chore because I already yeah. have the money. Like, I don't need your money. That's exactly right. <laughs> And now you're going to have to reward everything. Yeah. What are you going to (laughs) do? Right. I mean, you're going to be giving iPads and cell phones and things pretty soon because they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll do that for you if you give me X, Y or Z. Then they'd be start to bribe you. And now what are we teaching them? Because modeling is the best teacher. We know this, right? Right. So we believe when we're giving them the money that we're just teaching them that you can do a chore for money. But actually, we're teaching them bribery. And so that bribery, if we have smart kids, is going to translate to all other things. They're going to bribe their friends. They're going to bribe us. They're going to they're going to know, oh, and in my mind, my my parents bribed me. So that must be the way to get things that you want to get is to bribe other people. So we think we're teaching them, you know, this great thing. Chores are important and you're going to get money. Now you have money and now you're going to manage your money because it's an allowance and all of these things. But in actuality, it's just bribery. Yeah. I never had an allowance and I think you said you didn't either. So I never really learned no. that. Like, well, I never had chores either. Oh. I never, I wasn't expected to do anything around the house. Oh, it would be a dream life. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. A dream life with an alcoholic and a p- pill oh, pop. That was, they, yeah. they weren't organized enough to make us do chores. <laughs> we had a housekeeper that did it. So it was like, there's, you know, it was like, we didn't have to do anything. Yeah. And so we were just given money, which wasn't necessarily good either, but that's a whole nother ball of wax. Yeah, it is. Uh, But I think if you use money, then it becomes like a bargaining tool too. And so then if they do something wrong, you can be like, oh, you don't get your allowance this week. But then what is that teaching them? Like, that's really unhealthy. Well, yeah. I mean, well, you're just teaching them that, you know, that they're going to punish people when they do something they don't like. So now they're learning to punish people. Yeah. We don't want them to enter into their relationships later on in life by punishing people who do something wrong to them. So if their friend does something wrong, are they going to punish them and just like ignore them? Yeah. We'd rather they discuss it with them. We'd rather that they have learned communication or they've been able to stand up for them and say, I don't like it when you do that. And instead, we've taught them, oh, well, you should shun them or you should punish them or you should do something to make them feel bad. You should inflict pain on them. Because that was what was done to me when I did something wrong. That's why punishments are so harsh, too. So I think that's chores. Let's talk about allowance because people were talking about money management with allowance. And I think in particular, one person asked about a 10-year-old that they were giving money to. But then the child would spend all the money on sweets. Right. And I'd say that's, you know, that seems pretty normal. <laughs> like if I were a 10-year-old and I got $10, I would buy a lot of sweets, too. Yeah. 
And I think it's just like letting them fail, like giving them money, but letting them fail, letting them, you know, if later on, if you say to them, oh, or if they say to you, I want something, I want X, Y, or Z, and you, in your mind, you're like, oh, well, I've been giving you allowance, you should be able to buy that thing yourself. And you'd say, okay, well, you can buy it with your own money. And if they say, well, I don't have my money, I bought all, I bought candy, I bought all the candy, then you'll have to say, well, I'm so sorry, you, then you can't have it. And that's how, that's a natural consequence. That's where you're like, you've set the limit and you said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to buy that for you. You could buy it with your own money, but you don't have your own money because you spend it all on candy. And over time, they will learn, oh, I need to save my money because I want to buy X, Y, or Z. And that's what I do with my girls. They get a lot of money from family. And so I'll just say to them, if you really want it, you can buy it with your own money. And if they don't have enough money, then that's on them. Yeah, we have that, you know, about the dollar bins at Target, like they are little dollar bin addicts. So they'll get their little money out of their piggy banks. But now the dollar bins are deceiving. Some things are $3 and some are $5. But if they really want something, that's what I've been saying is like, you can get your money, you can buy it. And yeah, I do think they understand the value of money. I mean, at least Caleb, he's a little older is more of a hoarder with his money, like he doesn't want to spend it. And that's me. Yeah. And I don't know where he learned that because I don't spend any money. But like, I didn't teach him well, that. But just... Yeah, but you modeled it exactly right. So you did teach him that. You did. And that's how they learn is watching us with money right. and talking about things. Like I'll say, oh, no, that's too expensive. I'm sorry. We can't have that. And Pia will like, for instance, we had her uniform. Um, she owed oh, two things with her. She had a uniform, not a uniform, a costume. And we had to have these appliques sewn on it. And I couldn't do it really. I didn't have time and I don't really know how to sew that well. And so we took it to the seamstress and she and she wanted to charge us $40 to sew on the appliques. And yeah. Pia was hitting me under the table being like, that's so expensive. Oh my gosh, cute. <laughs> and then we got in the car and she goes, well, I'll pay for half of it. Oh my gosh, and that's so it's amazing. Like, I think, well, I think if you like, I think if you talk about money and things are expensive and say no where you can and like have them be conscious around that, not just give them everything they want, but not deprive them either. But, you know, really have the discussion. Sure, you can have a shirt, but, you know, you can only have a shirt for $20 or less or whatever it is that you start to talk about money and it starts to be, you know, part of their fiber. But we can't just give them money and then they're just expect them to know what to do with it. Yeah, with like to use it wisely. Yeah, and, and let them fail. Yeah. Pia ran all, out all her money a couple years ago. They get money for Christmas and their birthday and all this, so they get a little stockpile. Yeah. And she used it on crap. Mm-hmm. And I left, she wanted LOL dolls and, you know, all this stuff. And I said, okay. And then two months later, her sister has all this money and she doesn't have any. And she felt bad. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. And it was really hard for her. She couldn't buy anything because I don't really buy them too much stuff. And so she was really upset about it. But I, I, I let her fail and be upset about it. And it was okay. We've talked about that before, how like some people will avoid it, or at least I used to, because you know that it's going to come back on you. Like then you have to sit through the tantrum when she doesn't have the money. It yeah. sucks, but... It does. It's, so like, it's hard to watch her stress because she spent it all on crap. And you're yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry. No, we, we're not buying that fancy. You know, she wanted like the new Nikes or whatever. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm not buying those. They're too expensive. And saying that to your kids, like, I'm so sorry. This is too expensive. Yeah. You know, that's we'll okay. Talk about that with her. I mean, because my kids are so little. We don't like, they don't really long. They like Legos, but they don't buy a lot of stuff. But we talk about it with groceries and wasting food. And I'm always like, okay. 
we bought the organic apples. We're not going to eat half the apple and then waste the rest. So what can we do with the rest of the apple? And they'll like logically work it out. Like we'll wrap it up and save it. We'll feed some to the dog. We'll make juice out of it, you know? So like, yeah, we're good. building it in now trying. We just don't talk about money a ton. Yet. Yeah. No, they're little. Um, yeah. We we don't. My girls are really good with money now, but it's taken a little while. Yeah. Esme's always had the inclination to save. I don't know why. She's always just likes to save her money. But um, you know, they all look at prices now when they're online and like yeah. want to buy something. Pia's like, oh, this LOL doll is only two dollars, and the other one was um fourteen dollars. So I'm buying the two dollar <laughs> one. I was like, good idea, <laughs> good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I think just starting to practice and talking about it and have it be, you know, if, if it's important to you, if it's not important to you, you don't even have to worry. I think that it will come with time. But if it's important to you, start, you know, cultivating the kind of culture around money that you want to have in your household. And I think allowance or no allowance, you're still going to learn money because I didn't, nobody really taught me about money at all. And I consider myself really good with money now. Like, that was one of the things I loved about Dan when we got married. I'm like, we are so solid in our financial. How are we like this? Like, neither of us had an allowance, but we just learned. Yeah, you do learn, and you might make a you might have made a big mistake when you were younger, and then we're like, oh gosh, I don't want to do that again, or maybe not. But yeah, I think yeah. it's yeah, it's something you do learn over time. It yeah, takes time. and I think the other thing with chores, I don't know if I touched on this at all, but you said like come over and do it with them. I will mm-hmm. do that. And the other thing, which I feel like I talk about in every episode, but I come down to them, get on their eye level yeah. and ask them to do the thing. I don't yeah. yell it across the room and then I don't shame if they don't do it. I try to work with them to find a solution. How can yeah. we get the chore done? Do we need yeah. to do a special time before we go do the chore? Do we need to play through? Like we have a cleanup song that we'll put on Alexa when it's time to clean up. So it's like fun to do it. Yeah. Jonah loves basketball. So when we're cleaning, we like shoot everything into baskets like Mm -hmm. it's a game. So, yeah, I think all those are really important. I think, too, if you haven't if you're not doing all the connective stuff, if you're not doing special time and listening and all these things that they're really important and they make all conversations easier and they make the, the idea that you're telling them, you know, kind of what to do, like especially with a chore. It's always better if you have a good connected relationship before you ask somebody to do something. Yeah. And if we think kids just want to sit around and do chores, I mean, that's <laughs> they really don't. So get the connection piece going. It really is. I know I, I'm like a broken record, broken record, but that is what makes the when the relationship is good. Our kids want to follow our lead. Mm-hmm. They don't want to follow our lead if we're punishing, if we're yelling, if they're not feeling well about the connection we have. If the connection is solid, they're more likely to do what we ask them to do. Mm-hmm. So um, you should just put my link tree um, yeah, uh, link in there. the episode. Everything's on there. I have a guide to play. I have a guide to special time. I have a journaling guide, all kinds of things in there to build in connection in your family. The more you have that, the easier the chores will be to ask. Mm-hmm. The one other thing I wanted to say is Esme has a credit card, but it's linked. To, it's a card on my account. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you can do this with American Express with if you have teens, I think this is really good. You can set the limit at whatever you want. Oh, so she, her limit is $125 for the whole month. Yeah. And she's never used it. Aww. 
and she just keeps it in case of emergencies. I'm like, if she's somewhere, I want her to be able to like get out of what if she loses her money or her wallet or whatever. And it's on Apple pay so she can, but she, I literally, she'll text me and be like, um, I'm going to do this for 1299. Is that okay? I was like, yes, that's fine. But she like clears it with me, but that's a good way to get them started too. Like getting credit and talking about money and having the limit. And she's really cognizant with it. And I thought it was a really good tool for her. If anyone's interested in that. Yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, I know American Express does it. I don't know who else does it, but you can set it at whatever you want each month for that certain card on your account. Yeah. Okay. It sounds like we're in agreement that allowance is not the way to go. (laughs) I mean, yeah, or or it is. Or give them the allowance, but then let them, you know, let them figure it out with with their with your guidance or with your support. Yeah. And with you being there and listening to them when they do fail. Mm Mm-hmm. Rough. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> okay. All right, well, Gemma, so you'll link all the the guides in yeah. my link tree. Um, yeah, rate and subscribe, and we'll see you guys next time. Yep. Thanks for listening. Okay, thanks.